video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. And welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, episode number 71. Remember right at the start, I was going to learn the bingo numbers? Yep. Good job that. of that. I know. <laughs> it's yeah. been a while. Yeah, yeah I never really. did that, did I? <laughs> anyway. What did the bingo numbers go up to? 99. You're no. fucking... It's not even worth your while now. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll, I'll maybe learn the 100 one. Uh. Yes, anyway, welcome to another weekly dose of all things Pure Dead Gaming with myself, Jessica, Pure Dead Craig and Andy. Hello, boys. Hello. Thank you, first of all, for all the love on last week's episode with none other than Games Master presenter Dominic Diamond. If you haven't listened, make sure you go back and do so. And if you did listen and thought you'd come back this week to listen to another episode, then welcome. Lovely to have you with us. Gluttons for punishment. (laughs) Lined up this week, we have news from Hitman 3 Studio IO Interactive, a new Mafia game in the works, Square Enix holding on to some Western IPs and more. If you're a trophy or achievement hunter and are here for the latest game recommendation to help up your ranking, but let's face it, not your gaming cred, then if you're not, Craig has you covered. Yep, that's why Andy's round. <laughs> We're also going to take a look at the latest <laughs> gaming-inspired movie that we picked to watch, which was... <gasps> How rude! Phones on silent. How very rude. Sorry, it's hard being this popular. Oh, My shit's just blown up. That's what it is, yeah. As I was saying, we're going to take a look at Dead Rising Watchtower this week and we will rate using our unique Scotch Pie rating system. Finally, we will take a look at this week's Get in the Bin nominations and, of course, Pick of the Week and decide on the retrospective winners. The episode description includes all the relevant links to our social channels, video content on YouTube and, of course, the hub of it all, puredeadgaming.com, where we post all our reviews and podcast-related content. If you would like to get in touch, then come join our Discord chat to us it's free it's fun indeed indeed Indeed. so what has been happening this week i feel old do you feel as old as the oldest woman now in the world did you see that no 118 she's now the guinness world record holder um i think 118 is she still all there i think so I don't know. What jinx is like a fucking like head in a jar. Well, what I mean is she's 118, but has she just sat there all day like that? Uh, you know what I mean? I'd put money on she's in better nick than probably two out of the three. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Sister Andre is her name. And French? Yeah, she's French. I knew she was going to be French. Yeah, 1904 she was Was born. it the French name they gave away? No, because I, I was looking up ages, like for me and the guy at work were like, looking at it. And uh-huh. a lot of them were from France. Oh, really? Uh, the age, it seemed to be France was up there quite a yeah. bit. Also something about she drinks a glass of wine a day. 
which that'll help. Right. And the, and the way they eat well, just, as well. Just tanning it in the chops. <laughs> the oil they eat is different from olive oil. Mm. Well, they've been eating olive oil since they start eating it. I don't know bread, if you eat olive oil. Their bread isn't as heavy either. That's something to do with like the pasta and stuff, but the oils and pastas and mm. stuff helps. Is this where we're going wrong? We're not French. <laughs> where you go wrong is the cream <laughs> eggs. Honestly, I'm, I feel old. I do. Like, that uh, Evil Dead game's coming out later this week. And so, Did you see one of the zombies and think, oh, that looks like me? Uh, no, I didn't. No, not quite. Although I wasn't paying that close <laughs> attention. But no, what happened was I was wanting to know, like, I know it's sort of co-op focused, but instantly when I hear that, I'm like, but can I play it myself? Mm-hmm. So I went onto the website to see if that was a possibility. And the first thing that came up was you need to give us your date of birth, right? <laughs> right. Before you can view this mature content. Oh, right. Okay. Right? Yeah. And so it just got me thinking, like, I am old enough, yet young enough to remember being on the internet and having to lie about my age to get into websites. So, Mm. like, you'd go to, like, I don't know, like, South Park, for instance. You couldn't, I always remember, if you went to the South Park Park website. That's the website you was going to just, nothing but South Park. Say you go to a website that needs your age, like, (laughs) say South Park, (laughs) not fucking Pornhub. (laughs) This is the 90s. You didn't have what Pornhub if? in the 90s. So you would like, have, you always had to lie about your age, do you know what I mean? To get into anything. So like, I was born in 85, so I would just default, and I put 75 in, because this was like, what, 96, 97, do you know what I mean? Like, at the start of the internet. And then I always remember it being like a sad day when the first time that popped up, and I was like, oh, oh I don't have to lie anymore. I can just I can just put my actual age in. Like it was almost like a little bit of a like a. You don't want those things knowing your date of birth, though, do you? I, I don't really care. I just try to get into the site. But then, like, see mm. nowadays, like it came like when I came, came to that Evil Dead website, I was like, I couldn't be fucked scrolling down far enough to get my actual age. That is an issue. <laughs> like, yeah. I was just see now. I just leave it at two thousand because I'm like that's how fucking old I've got. Mm. Like it's went from having to lie about my age to being annoyed that I was old enough, to now I can't be fucked scrolling back to 85 and I just go, I twitted, uh, 20's fine. Yeah. Uh, to get into South Park. <laughs> Southpark.com. <laughs> Only Southpark.com. Mm. The thing that got me about the age thing was, I can't even remember where it was from now, maybe kind of funny, it spoke about how GTA, when it came out in 2002, that one, that would have been Vice City. Yeah, so like it came out in two thousand and two and was set in the eighties, but we're like we're now living that time distance. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's frightening. Yeah. We're as far away from the eighties as we are. So in two thousand, we're as far away from the eighties and two thousands we were. Now. Yeah, yeah, and that. Yeah, can that feels like a lifetime because ago? Because to me, the eighties was old. <laughs> but yeah, haven't been born in nineteen ninety. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is frightening. I've been getting so many messages recently, like talking about right. So when are we getting a game of football? We're we getting a game of football soon. Meanwhile, I'm walking about like a fucking human pretzel. Uh, you only be I, playing football for a while. And they're like, ah, "Come on, we need to get a game. We haven't had a game in ages." And like, I used the analogy. I was talking to one of the boys, and I was like, "I know he's quite into gaming." And I was like, "Imagine if 
FIFA in 2009, right? Played brilliantly on the PlayStation 3. But imagine that FIFA just went, we like the PlayStation 3, we're not going to bother with the new gen consoles, we'll just stay on it. We'll just stay on it. And then in 2022, that fucker would be running at 10 frames a second, chugging along. It's like, that's fucking me at football. <laughs> fucking hoppling along. People watch me going, is that guy glitching? <laughs> but I do hope to get back soon and unglitch myself. That would be good. Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Got a wedding to train for. Aye, start that diet. Aye. Mm-hmm. Aye, wedding to train for. Big cream egg belly. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to say, by the way, because this was up in the air after me talking about perfecting platinum and coffee last week. People enjoyed that. Oh, right. uh, sure you perfected coffee. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, the, the book deal is on the table. The coffee book. <laughs> coffee table book. <laughs> That's a Seinfeld reference. Right, so I got up quite a bit of feedback about that, like asking about the the type of syrup I was using and stuff like that. Still to post that online. But the tell tell sign was that I would know if I'd done the right thing, if I'd actually platinumed coffee, was when I went back to work. That would be the litmus test. Do I go back to Greg's? Do I return to Greg's? Or have I managed to escape it? I've been back to work for a week, not been in Greg's once. Because up until last Tuesday, it was fine, but I couldn't get to Greg's. So it was like a, it was a shit ban because I couldn't even get there. But the last week, not been in once. So what do you do? Do you make it here? I make it here you... in the morning before I go. I my wee my wee flask. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's so proud of himself. It's cute, isn't it? Aye. Aye. My wee flask. Not many people have platinum coffee. Right. No. My, my wee, I love I love my wee flask, but I would say like, and it's a good thing actually because I don't like my coffee too hot. But you know, how most flasks will be like, oh, it keeps it warm for up to fucking seventy two hours or whatever. Like this cools down pretty fast, even in the flask. But I do like that about it. Okay. <laughs> you happy with that? Yeah. Hey, this right. is saving you a fortune. That was about five pound a day in Greg's. I don't know saving about a fortune, you, is it not your money? <laughs> what? That's our money. Okay, so in the last week I have played jack shit in terms of games. Well done. Good job. Mm-hmm. I don't at least I don't think I have. No, it's been such a quick week. We've had family, we've had family uh, over from Ireland and stuff like that. Like it's, it has been a quick week, mm-hmm. and I've spent half of it crawling about the floor. So I've not actually played very much either. What about you, Andy? You played them? Dead Space Two, really? How, how would you compare that to Dead Space One? I don't remember that. I played it, but I don't remember the second one. I remember I don't the first remember one as much either because I'm playing through it, and I really remember a lot of the first one. Right. But the second one I'm playing through it and I'm like, I don't remember any of this. See, that's what I think. Like, when you said you were playing the second mm. one, I tried to think back and I was like, I can remember story beats of the first one, but the second and the third one, nothing. No, the third one's more, it's really action-based. Right. It went, it went off the rails a little bit. The second one's still quite good, but it's expanded. It's Instead of being on a ship, it's on a, it's in a kind of city. I don't even remember that. I definitely yeah. played it. So it's in a city. Um, it's good. It's still a good game, but yeah. there's just not much different. Mm. There's not much like new. There's not really any new things. Just more open. Not really open either. It's quite right. linear. Oh, is it still linear even if it's uh, in a city? 
So I don't know. It's still it's still good. It's the gameplay is satisfied. Aye. Cutting off cutting off the limbs and stuff. Uh, but uh, it's not much to it. Yeah. Basic. I can't I... get the third one. The third one's not up. It's only one and two for oh, some Oh, it's reason. not in Game Pass, is it? No. I don't know. I don't think that I would... is. I'm sure there was a thing as well where, for some reason, on and I don't know. This is maybe correlates to it, although it shouldn't because EA own it. But uh, in the PlayStation Now, the only one you could get was the third one, which obviously folk were fucking livid about because they're like, I can't believe you've gave us the shit one. Yeah. But EA it's own it, and so. it's on Game Pass because of EA Play, mm. so it should still be on it. I wonder what the reason for that is. Maybe it's a different studio. Hold on. Maybe. Some something to do with that. Dead Space Three. No, it's the same developer living. And it's still EA, so you'd think it would be on EA Play. But was there no something did EA not buy it afterwards? Like buy into it afterwards? When it was it was made and then EA bought into it? It's possible. I don't know. There, uh, there was a lot of kind of weird deals around it then because remember when Bioshock first came out and it was Xbox exclusive obviously mm-hmm. that's not EA but like yeah. it came out only on Xbox for like the first year and stuff yeah. like that there was a lot of kind of strange deals around it but then it's a good game aye brilliant game yeah ah, that's cool so you'd be enjoying it then aye yeah ah, that's good uh, what I have the small amount I have played is I played a little bit of Chernobylite that game that we looked at that's like a kind of Fallout style mm. game. Yeah. What's your thoughts? Well, I've only played, I only get the chance to play maybe about 45 minutes, so I can't really tell if I'm just still really early on or if it is more linear than I thought. Like, I was of the opinion that it was like open world. No, I think you, you there's certain labels you kind of pick, isn't there? Something well, that's the thing. At the point I'm at just now, it's still very linear, but it seems like it might be more like, oh, you're now in this mission. Yeah. And although you can kind of deviate from where you're going, it's not necessarily open world, which wasn't what I, I thought. But I mean, it's still cool. Like, it's quite a small studio that made it, and like it looks fucking excellent. Like... It's not, don't get me wrong, you wouldn't look at it and go, that's the best graphics I've ever seen, but for like... It's alright for a small studio though. Oh, it's brilliant. I mean, it's up there, like, it's, it looks better than flipping Fallout 4 did, or Fallout 76 did. I remember the trailer, like, it, it looked really good. Yeah, so what I've played so far, like, I, I do really enjoy it. Um, I went at first with the, the foreign language, and then my plan was to sort of check both, because I did hear it has quite good English dubbing, but annoyingly when I went into so I started it off in the native language and then it's quite cool and I think I would probably keep it that way anyway and just read the subtitles because it's more authentic but I thought I'll switch it up and see which I prefer but it seemed like you couldn't change that after you'd started the game like when I went into the settings you you couldn't change it Mm. but you could choose it before you started so it's strange that you wouldn't be able to do that but yeah but so, so far I'm pretty impressed with it. And like, it's a budget title as well. It's only £24 or something. So it's not like you're having to pay over the odds for it or anything like that. And it is like a 10 to 12 hour experience from what I hear. So I'll definitely be playing more of that. And I've also completed Trek to Yomi, which mm. came out last week. Yeah, to be fair, Good. I have played a lot more. Oh, you did play that? Well, yeah. You did play Good. that? Yeah. I, I kind of went through different stages with it. So when I first started it up and I started playing instantly, it's just 
I've, I don't think I've ever seen a game that's like dripping with as much style. Like what we right. said last week, like the different camera angles. Every time you go into a scene, you've got like the sort of stationary camera, almost like an old school Resident Evil, and like just the way the black and white sort of works. And then there's like filters on it as well, so it looks like an old samurai film. Like right. it's so fucking cool. Everything about it, like you just. You keep stopping and just being like, holy shit, this looks fucking incredible, even though it's sort of a 2D side-scroller almost. Mm-hmm. There's bits when, you, when you're out of combat, you can move about in 3D, but anytime it's combat, it's on a 2D plane. But I remember, so there's seven chapters, it takes maybe about five hours to beat, it's not that long, but I remember, round about chapter mm-hmm. three, I was starting to get to the point where I was like, the combat's not brilliant in this. Oh, really? Like, it just didn't... The combat didn't feel... More style over substance? Oh, definitely. In fact, I started writing my review, and the tagline was... Style over Yomi, substance. Style over substance. Mm. But I'm considering changing it now, because it took me until maybe, like, chapter five, and then it just sort of clicked more, and it got to the yeah. point where I was like, every time it came to a combat bit, I was like, oh, yeah, more enemies. Like, and I was waiting for that. Like, yeah. I think part of it is, and you can tell me whenever you play it, but so you've got like a block, but you've also got a parry, but the timing for the parry is different from anything you would expect. Like, in most games, you parry at the last second, mm-hmm. but in this, you have to press parry at right as they start their attack. That's weird. Aye. And it took a long... Like, I just thought, I was like, I'm clearly not doing this right. Like, Aye, I don't know what's time. going on. And then it was... I think one time I just made a fucking dicky And I was like, oh. Because it, it kind of goes into a wee bit of slow motion. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's that's weird. You've got to do it a lot earlier. And once I learned that, and you've it's a total, like, mind fuck Because you're so used to... Every game, you parry at a certain time. And this, you would do it, like, half a second beforehand. So it doesn't do a good job of there is like a, there's that. like a little tutorial bit at the beginning but it gives you like 10 attempts to do it and if you don't manage it it just moves on anyway and I was like oh did I do it right did I not do it right I don't know so <laughs> you've I, that, tried enough let's move on aye so that's a bit weird and also when you press parry and it goes into slow motion if you then press attack it doesn't do an attack you have to press it twice to sort of overcome that like it's as if almost when you press parry and it goes into slow motion it's still in that slow motion animation so it doesn't if you just press square once it doesn't do anything Mm. and then all of a sudden it comes out of that and they hit you anyway Mm. so you've got to like press it twice so there is some weird stuff like that like choices i like the combat definitely is the weakest part but overall i would say it was it was still really really cool and the combat definitely did grow on me and there's not that much replayability, but there is like I've unlocked like the hardest difficulty, which is one hit kill. But it's also all the enemies dying one hit. So it is like a, a sort of different take on it. Apart from the bosses, the bosses still take a few. But mm-hmm. um, yes, yeah, so I would revisit it again at some point. Like I'm going to write up a review this week, but I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was excellent. Uh, yeah, went up, ups and downs on it, but overall, I really really liked it. And the only other thing was more of the Stanley Parable, which I spoke about quite a bit last week, but just continues to be fucking excellent. It's the more you play it, the more it sort of reveals its brilliance. Like if you played it once and just finished it in 10 minutes or something like that, you'd be like, it was all right. But with every sort of ending and stuff like that you do, it like 
it unravels and whoever did whoever wrote the lines whoever did the lines for the narrator it's absolute genius like properly fucking brilliant and i would highly recommend that yeah so the the developers kind of like called out some of these people who've been cheating to get the platinum trophy oh it's not cheating cheating. oh he's i'll I'll stand i'll stand my ground I haven't platinumed it yet, but I'll stand my ground. I don't yeah. think it's cheese. So in the original, there's a trophy where you need to not play the game for five years to unlock the trophy. And then this new Ultimate Edition they've brought out is ten years. So you need to basically... Like, you can't, in theory, obtain this platinum till 2032. However... You just change the date. So basically, <laughs> if you played the game and then didn't play it for six years and then your kid came home and went... What's the Stanley parable? And put it on. <laughs> you'd have to disown the wee prick and then wait another 10 years from that point on. <laughs> but yeah, 3.3% of people have got it. So clearly they've changed the date on their console or PC or whatever yeah. it is. As you would. Yeah, but I mean, this is, this is what they said. So at Crows X3, they said, you cheated not only in the game, but yourself. <laughs> you didn't grow. You didn't improve. You took a shortcut and gained nothing. You're not going to improve anyway. <laughs> nothing was rested, nothing was gained. See, as if it's some sort of lesson. You wait five years and you'll become a better person. But <laughs> that's the thing. That's the entire humour from the game. Yeah. The entire thing is like, the whole. honestly, you need to play the game. I'm yeah. going to make sure you play it before okay. next week. It's yeah. The whole game is like a social experiment. Mm. And when you, when you, every time you look at something, you go... Nah, fuck that. I'll do this. It, it's like it's it's like there's someone on the other end talking to you with what they say. Mm. It's so clever. They'll be like, "Oh, you, so you thought that was you thought that you thought you were clever there, I you you try to do this, and you're like, "Fuck, I'm trying to do that. I how do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's so well done. And the tro- the whole trophy list from start to finish is brilliant. Like there's a trophy for getting your first trophy so whatever trophy you unlock first you automatically unlock another one for getting your first trophy mm-hmm. and like there's one that just says placeholder trophy and i'm like i looked at that and i'm like what and the, the description just says insert uh, details later and i'm like mm-hmm. what the fuck am i supposed to do like somebody's obviously figured out how to get it but it's brilliant it's really clever honestly you have to play it to experience what I'm saying really it's not one that you can if you were to explain it properly to someone like the experience you had with it it would one ruin it for them Mm -hmm. and two it wouldn't sound as good as it is yeah but yeah definitely check out Stanley Parable okay thanks we will um as I mentioned we also have Pure Dead Gaming got Dot com, which is where we post all our written reviews and we have a couple of new pieces up this week as well Craig do share uh, I've got a review of Road 96 that I've spoken about the last few weeks uh, there's no point in me saying too much more about it go and read the review Giza a click he's a click <laughs> and we also have a feature uh, from Donny Dear Gaming Publishers we do not need another quarter one 2022 again which I'd agree. Just how busy fucking the last, like February and March was. Oh, right. We could do with that being more spread out, and we certainly could, because I'm still fucking recovering. 
Okay, with that said, let's move on to this week's gaming news then. We'll round up some of the kind of major talking points of the past week, which, to be honest, this week, big grim. Not a lot happening. No. Obviously, fucking the world's going to collapse as soon as we finish recording, but I, as of this very moment, not very much. Nuclear annihilation is on the horizon. <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah. News, news, always believe in the news. We are bringing you the news with your digging team. Always Okay, so first up, a new Mafia game is in the works at developer Hangar 13, according to a fresh report from Kotaku. Apparently it's going to use Unreal Engine 5 and it's actually going to be a prequel to the existing trilogy. How do we we feel about this? Mafia's quite decent. I really like the Mafia game. Just wish they'd done more with the world they created. Aye. You would like to think they would this time. Yeah. It would be difficult for them not to at this stage. Like, I don't know, I feel like they can't get away with that in 20. No, you need to fill it with a lot more shit to do. Because yeah. the city was just like a backdrop for the missions. Yeah. That's it. And it just didn't get the full use, really. See, my hope is you had, see, Hangar 13, so they, the first Mafia involvement they had was Mafia 3, which. I would actually like to go back to it at some point soon. I enjoyed the start of it. The story at the start of it is absolutely brilliant. But then it kind of fell off a cliff a bit for me and it was a very empty world. Same here, I. So I didn't finish it. And it it is seen as the the sort of worst out of the three by Mm. most people. Uh, But then they did have a lot to do as well with the remake of the first one, which was obviously really good. And like I'd like to think that they would take the openness of the third one and the... Combine it with the story. No uh, with the story and the focus of the remake, what they yeah. learned remaking the first one. And if yeah. you put the two of them together, you could have a really fucking good game. Yeah. The one thing that's a bit of a worry though is that, so Mafia 1 was the 1930s. And if this is a prequel to that, mm. then, I mean, don't be wrong. You didn't have cars at one point. Well, a prequel... I mean, I, I would like to think that when they say prequel, I mean, it could be the year before Mafia 1 was set or something ah, yes, like that. Was. And I, I'd like to think it would be because you don't want it to be too early. See if it's back when, like, there was hardly any cars on the road and stuff like that. It's just going to be shit. Aye. Like, I feel like I remember when Mafia 1, one of the, even the remake, one of the things was people said, oh, the driving's not great. And then everyone stuck up for it and said, aye, but cars didn't handle very well back then. I don't want a shit excuse like that no. when this new one comes out. Like, you want decent driving. And I get, even if they do have to be like, oh, well, they didn't, yeah. that, that's not tonally correct for the time period. I don't give a fuck. I really don't. Like, I, I want it to play well. But I'd rather it wasn't too early so that it's not like, oh, shitty guns and shitty cars. And you still want it to be fun to play. Yeah, so I mean, I, in sort of true history, like when did the mafia first come about? Was that not like nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties? It sure, would have been early nineteen hundreds. I too much. Oh no, I don't. I, I think. Look, I think you're talking at the late, at the earliest. Sorry, the latest. It would be nineteen 
20s or something yeah. like that. But even then, like, I don't know. I mean, wasn't about in the 20s, despite how old I said I was earlier. Um, but <laughs> but ca- ca- she was. Hi. Was she getting on? Asking about what it was like back then. What about the French mob? <laughs> Sister Mary, what's your face? Uh, but I, I, I don't know. Like, the other thing is that this is clearly years away. Mm-hmm. If it's Unreal Engine 5, then they've probably just started working on it. And also, there was two like really high up people at the team at Hangar Thirteen that left in the last couple of weeks. So I would guess that it's like they're just getting this project off the ground, which means what twenty twenty six, twenty twenty seven. We'll be lucky to fucking be around, but then mm, that'll be another twenty years to the. I know. That's grim. I'd also, one other thing, this, this isn't Mafia related, but uh, last night in the Discord I was talking to... Well, that's what we're talking about. What, we're talking about Mafia. It's Mafia. Mafia, aye. <laughs> Simmer down. <laughs> I was talking... <laughs> we're talking about Mafia. <laughs> Mafia, Mafia. I was talking to Winsky in the Discord, and I don't know, I think I'd maybe mentioned it or something like that, because he'd said mentioned to me about the saboteur do you remember the saboteur i remember it fucking brilliant game and is that the wee football head things <laughs> <laughs> what it's a fucking game set in the 40s game. Oh, right. what am i thinking of then i don't know this is sabutio jesus christ <laughs> Sabutio, that'd be great. How, how do you get those two mixed up? <laughs> similar. Oh. They are. They both start with an S. They both Sabutio. start with an S. So, <laughs> so he'd said about, uh, he's like, is the saboteur worth playing? And I was like, aye, definitely. It's fucking brilliant. And I hadn't realised, but it's on. So you know how if you've got Game Pass, you also get Game Pass and PC. Do you? Aye, so if you've got Game Pass, you also have PC Game Pass, which you can play games for free on oh, PC. Right. And it's but the lineup's slightly different. Mm-hmm. And so on the PC version of Game Pass, the saboteur's on it. Because it was never I'd checked before and it was never made available for the backwards compatibility on Xbox. And I'd love to play that game again. Like it was so it was one of those like seven out of ten games at the time that folk were like, ah, it was good, but it wasn't amazing. But like, see, just looking back, like Everything was almost in black and white, but then whenever you would, so it was, it was in set in France, and it was like, like the Germans had occupied France, and they mm. it was under their rule. It was during World War Two, and so each time you went about as a sort of guy, and each time you liberated an area of Paris, it brought color back to that area. So once you overthrew like the Nazi involvement in that, there was like maybe six different regions. Then the color came into that, and it was just such a cool art choice and way to do it like now that I know that it's on PC like I'd love to take a look at it again I'd love to take a look again so mm. I saboteur check it out if you've got a PC you can even go into our new PC Master Race channel in the Discord do what? P- PC Master Race 
Master race. Aye, that's what the PC fans call themselves. So now we can get a wee tabletop game of Sabutio going as well. We could definitely get a game of Sabutio going. I'd love that. I've not played yeah, Sabutio in years. I finger after a while though, because Sabutio was the one you had to ping. Yeah. Remember there was another one. I forget what the name was, but it was you. You pushed down a little bit, and it was magnets. So you'd push down, and it would demagnetize. So the magnet football would go, and then you. It was weird. What was the one as well? It was a bit like Sabutio, where you got it and it was like, it had the whole pitch. Uh-huh. And then at each side, you had like players that were on the pitch and they could move up and down and they could turn a wee bit and you had the wee knobs and you would turn them. Oh, no, I don't know. There was that many variations. I know, it was really cool. Sabutio was the original though. That was the original one. Funny story, not so funny. But see one of those things that I'm talking about where you could like turn the thing and it would go up and down and you could shoot and stuff like that. Mm. My uh, absent father once got me one of those. He would turn up like every six months or whatever and be like, I'll throw you a bone. And so I was about <laughs> four years old and uh, I was at his house and he'd bought one of these and he'd right. made out like he'd bought it for me. And I was so excited. I was playing with it so much mm-hmm. uh, when I was at his house and it was time to go home. And I went to pack the thing up and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, well, I was going to take this home with me. No, no, just leave it here. Um, you can play with it when you're here. He'd fucking bought it for these other boys that he'd had after. And I had, oh. to, I had to go home with my toy. It's fucking wow. terrible, isn't it? That's pretty bad. That's pretty tragic, yeah. I know. That's tragic. <laughs> isn't it? Sick. I thought I was loved and I wasn't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's laughing at me. No. That's fucking terrible. No. Opening up here, I've been an unwanted child. I'm not sure this is the place. <laughs> Uh, you won that round but I won the war because he's not here anymore fucking hell this is definitely not the place I'm going to move on to the second item of news what are we talking about mafia (laughs) mafia Okay, following on from last week's news, Western production of Square Enix games isn't closing up shop entirely. The Japanese firm will retain the rights to the Just Cause, Life is Strange and Outriders IPs and the indie-focused Square Enix collective initiative shall continue to operate. That's hilarious that even Embracer Group doesn't want Outriders. Like, like we had that thing about that, that game. Ha- it still hasn't turned a profit. Like, I- oh, it's so bad. I didn't like it at all. I played like two years it. Mm. Wasn't it good? I played the, they had like some sort of demo style, like beta thing before it was out and your progress would carry over. Right. And there was bits of it that I thought were all right, but then there was bits of it that seemed like they were taken from a game 10 years ago and yeah, stuff like that. It was, it was really basic. weird, wasn't it? Yeah. Like each time you would jump over like a fucking wall, it would go into a cutscene and then come back out of it and stuff like that. It was mm. so strange. Ah, there were some weird choices again with that game. Yeah, it was strange, but I, it's, I suppose it's quite cool. Like, I don't know just cause life is strange. I suppose I hold on to a few of them. These are all kind of second party type stuff, so. Just cause? Yeah. I would play that. Uh, Aye. Decent enough. They're maybe, they're maybe holding on to some of these things so they can license them out game by game or something like that. I'm mm, not sure. Maybe. Hmm. But yeah. Enough. You can't get everything for the 300 million pittance that they no, paid. That's true. No. That's a pittance. Oh, pittance. Now, who just 
you calm down about this next bit of news, okay, Craig? Because I know I'm like a fucking tripod all day. I know how excited you get. That's not true. I can't feel it. When anyone mentions Hitman, and I'm about to do that, so just okay. Yeah. Okay. Hitman 3 Studio IO Interactive is doing a bit of a switcheroo with its post-launch content plans, pushing back the new freelancer mode and bringing forward its latest map. The previously announced mode, which is pitched as, quote, the next evolution of Hitman, will now arrive in the second half of 2022. But to make up for that, the new map, now named Ambrose Island, will launch this July. The events are set before Hitman 3 and will fill in a few gaps of the trilogy storyline. Mm. So we're getting a new map sooner than we thought. Good. Yeah, I'm quite happy with that. It was the map that I was most excited for. I I, I don't even remember fully. I remember thinking the new mode sounded quite cool, but I think it had like an online element, which obviously just made me sort of tone out. Uh, But the new map looks really cool. It was like a... looked like a kind of... I'm pretty sure this is the one. It was like a house, like out in the middle of nowhere, but like almost like a lodge type place. Mm. But there was loads of like secret areas and weapons. They, they never showed too much of it. It's like Hitman. They never give too much away. They show you like little like, two second clips zooming in, and then it cuts to something else. Mm. And but Hitman always make awesome maps. So yeah, really I do. like if if I had the option of only one of these things coming out, it would be the new map. Yeah. So I know that's great. That that's coming sooner. An excuse to dive back in. And there's no like extra cost for this. Like if you've got the base game, this is included, or was there kind of? I think it probably options? will be DLC. There was like an option for when you bought it. Like I think if you bought the the uh, the mode that was like ten pound more or something, like, you get access to this stuff. Mm-hmm. But then see with Hitman Two, I bought that game and I only bought the standard edition. And for some reason, every time a new map came out, I, I just went to download it, and it was free. But it was, I'm sure it was supposed to be, I heard people saying it was supposed to be paid for, but when I went to it, it seemed to be, seemed to just get to download it. I wouldn't be telling anybody that, I might come back and char- try and charge you, Craig. Mm. I think they just were like, this guy's a hitman, mm. and we want to keep him on our side. He needs more practice. I could turn at any moment. Especially with my sad backstory. Yeah, that's, that's, that's that, yep. Okay, next up, Gotham Knights could yet receive support for up to four players in, wait for it, cooperative play, as the game's PlayStation Store listing is updated to four network players. So uh, this is news to me, but uh, they've cancelled the last-gen version. So it was going to be coming to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One as well, but they've binned that. Mm. So that's quite good. Like They obviously were having to spend too much time trying to get that thing working all right on previous gen so mm-hmm. it's it's promising to see someone just go well fuck it then mm-hmm. we're just gonna have to move on because mm-hmm. that's them cutting off a lot of potential sales but it will be for the betterment of the new game that we do get on current gen that we should be fucking getting two years into it uh, i'm looking here though there doesn't seem to be anything about the four-player co-op. What a shame. But, I mean... For I want f- more info about the co-op. <laughs> but see, to be fair, like I, like, I saw this coming up over the weekend, folk going, oh, by the way, that Gotham Knights might have four-player co-op. And I was oh, like... is it fucking brilliant? But I'm pretty sure we must have led folk on or something like that because I'm pretty sure... I was like, of course it's fucking four-player co-op. Like, there's, there's four playable characters and you've said the game's co-op. Why the fuck would it not be four-player co-op? Mm. 
but apparently at the up until the other day it was only announced as two player co-op but there's it's definitely going to be four player co-op if there's four fucking playable characters it'll be four player co-op that'd be absolutely ridiculous if it wasn't yeah that'd be stupid as fuck aye there's no way and Batman will be alive I'm calling that the now because <laughs> the whole thing is he plays his pals mm. and he's supposed to be dead and I think it's the Court of Owls or like the villains but I bet it, I bet it turns owls, out. They sound threatening as fuck. Oh, aye. They're an underground, uh, an underground nuisance in Gotham City. But yeah, I, I think I think you'll find out later on in the story that Batman's been held captive or, or Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne will be fucking held captive right. under there or something. They wouldn't have the balls to kill Batman. Okay, and finally, Sony's bungee buyout is going to be investigated by the Federal Trade Commission. But as with the Microsoft acquisition of Activision, it you know it's probably going to go through because money in it. Aye, it's definitely going to go through. Like, mm-hmm. I think this is just another one of these things where they have to do their due diligence and they have to like, oh, we have to object for this, and then it goes through. Mm-hmm. Like, if I had the ability to object, and then they go here's an envelope and I go Sustain. I, w- I would like I would like to now not object then I would and that's Sustain. what folk will do folk will do that yeah. until they can't do it anymore yeah. objection sustained <laughs> oh that's all you get and see that Johnny Depp case fucking you hell you don't even keep up with it I heard lawyers are shocking. Uh, they're bad, they, aren't they? They objected their own question at one point. Yeah. <laughs> like, was it not, wasn't it? It was like they said, uh, they asked a question and then the fucking women started to answer and he was like, eh, objection, hearsay. And all oh, you hear in the background is the judge going, but, but you asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I've only seen like a small part of it, but it really seems right. like her lawyers are just trying to. I'm not doing a good job. But do you not think that there's a chance that all they're doing is trying to just confuse folk? Oh, it's to- there's there's no like they know they don't have a case, so they're just no, objecting to there's everything. There's no merit in what yeah. Amber Heard is saying. Aye. She's made basically everything up. You know what I mean? She's on the, the stand now crying. It's so fucking fake. That's crocodile tears. Unreal. Um, you it's can the tell. best act, acting yeah, performance of her role, life, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> um, you can tell when Johnny was up, he was just so like endearing and just saying how this is his life and how it's been. And every, everything that he says has been co- collaborated, or nah. co- whatever the word collaborated. is. Collaborated. Everything that she says, there's no proof of it. And then she get caught with that uh, saying that she had this makeup concealer to hide the bruises, and then the company came out and said we weren't even making that when yeah. you were when you were yeah. using it supposedly. Came out years later, and yeah. nobody's reporting that. As we said last week or maybe the week before, I think you know not before long. She will end up in our bin, which is she's a oh, fuck. She's man. nailed on to go in that bin. Yeah, so Absolutely fucking nailed on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's move on Definitely. to get in the bin, shall we? We shall. And mm. take a look at Indeed. this week's nominations. 
So if you don't know, we have an imaginary bin where we throw all of the stuff we don't like in it. It's not imaginary. <laughs> At the moment... One day we hope for it not to be imaginary. Well, it's a bin. And it's yeah. due being an NFT as well. <laughs> well, I was just going to say that at the moment some of the things that are in the bin are NFTs. That's true. Marmite hot cross buns went in there. Jeff Grubb <laughs> and Putin, of course, amongst others. Um, despite being nominated several times, Craig has somehow avoided it so far. Uh, I think I'm just so slippery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going to run through this week's ones. There was quite a lot, so I might have missed a few. So sorry if you nominated something and I've missed you. If you would like to nominate something, then please head to our Discord Get in the Bin channel, and that's where you post it. Um, is there a Get in the Bin bit? Huh? Yeah, there is. People who ask slash say small letter or lowercase when asking for, or giving an email address, you know, when they say, oh, this is my email address, it's all lowercase. And you're like, fuck off. Do you know? That, that is annoying. People are Pedantic fuckers. Old folk, especially, uh, and you yeah. just have to just let them say it. Because <laughs> you t- there's no point in explaining it to them because <laughs> it would just get worse. <laughs> it would just melt their heat, wouldn't it? Uh, it doesn't matter, Mrs. And it, it starts with a capital. I just give me the address. Mm. Yeah, it's annoying. So here's a question for you, Andy, since you are in a public-facing work role. Uh-huh. You know, whenever your place opens, are you ready to start work yeah. before that o'clock? So yeah. you've been in, you know, 10, before 15 minutes before yeah. you're ready o'clock. to operate. Mm. <laughs> well, I don't know what time opens. Um, okay, that's fine, because the gripe here was businesses that are not ready to open at the advertised time. So, if you know, if it says 9 o'clock, but... Mm. You know. well, I mean, I'll, I, you should only get that if there's an extreme circumstance that yeah. there was a night out or something and people are late in or something. <laughs> really? An extreme circumstance. <laughs> not a fucking death, but if you were no. out, in the, out in the bevy the night before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't even fucking drink, so it's nothing to do me. Um, but I think... The guy just comes in, extreme! You should be there. Your hours are usually like quarter two. The, like you should be there 15 minutes before yeah. Really. Yeah. you need your contract states ready to start for whatever yeah. your time is yeah. so you need to be there 10-15 minutes before really okay I think we're all in agreement with that one off the back of that rant Rants then got nominated in for the context. Rants, rants are great. I know, yeah. love a rant yeah, it's basically this podcast Don't, who, fucking, <laughs> who fucking put that on some wido Fuck, I'm going to have a rant. We're having a rant about it right now. <laughs> so, a rant about rants rant. are brilliant. <laughs> Fucking better. Uh, Lionel Messi got nominated for endorsing crypto. Oh, that's bad. Mm. I didn't know he'd done that. Yeah. Endorsing crypto? Mm-hmm. I don't even understand crypto. Neil does he. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> offered him a cheque to do it. Oh, for God's sake. Here's a massive cheque and here's a line to read. Oh, and brilliant. Because I don't have enough money. Could you tweet this out for the next time that I get done for not paying my taxes? Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm not sure if Craig messaged you about this. Have you heard of RuneScape? RuneScape. 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 That's how much you fucking heard of <laughs> you, you never messaged <laughs> oh, me back. Did I not? No. Right. I thought it was a puzzle game like... You know, the wee crystal bejeweled kind of thing. No. no. See, that's the thing. Like, Jess has included this, but it's it's not supposed to be included. Oh, can I look it up now then? You can look it up, I. So what happened was, I... The Discord's take, as usual, they've taken this completely out of context. Somebody mentioned something about... Oh, no, somebody posted a picture of a game, and I was like, what the fuck is that? And they were like, it's RuneScape. 
And I was like, what the fuck's a RuneScape? Oh, what the fuck is that? Right? And they were like, shut up, you know what RuneScape is. And I was like, I genuinely don't know what it is. And then everyone started piling on me, as they tend to do. It's <laughs> but a place of proper bullying. And so they were like, Every, you must be the only guy that's not heard of RuneScape. And I was like, I very much doubt that. And so this ended up with just not heard it. proper this. fucking abuse, getting huddled back and forth, right? And they all wanted to nominate me for the bin for not knowing RuneScape. And I was like, look... When I go into the bin, I want it to be for, like, murdering 10 children, fucking, See. like, doing some some horrible act. I want to go in, I, I, I want 10 years from now, when I'm on the telly, right, I want to be like, I went in the bin for this, not for not knowing RuneScape, no. right? So you want to be proud of what you go in the bin for, is that what you're saying? I in a moment I... in a moment of madness said if they tried to nominate me that I was going to go and donate money to the McCanns so that I could be put in for that rather than this RuneScape nonsense. So this, it looks like a really bad version of World of Warcraft. I still don't properly know what it is. But so, yeah, to, to bring the story back, so my out was, I said, right, I, I don't think this is as well known as you think. It's a PC game apparently that came to mobile in like 2018. And I was like, First of all, they claimed that you two would know what it was. So no I checked way. with you and you didn't. Then they no were like, way. well, you are the only people that wouldn't know. And so I was like, right, okay, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll text five people that I know that play games and I'll ask them if they've heard of the game. If two out of the five have heard of it, you can nominate me. Not, right. not one. Not one. And that included Terry, who played World of Warcraft for like fucking three years. And, and he's not heard of it. And he'd never heard of it. So, null and void. Yeah, that's random. Aye. It's a random game that no one's heard of. Yeah. Yep. I don't even know that it exists. I think they might just be putting me up to it. Yeah. I think they've made the screenshot and it's actually World of Warcraft 64. <laughs> okay, the next two are MMO games, so massively multiplayer Which is what that is. Line games, yeah. Apparently. I think that's maybe where that came from. And then also PvP games. Um, mm. So they both got nominated. Then we have a few television film ones. So okay. Mrs. Brown's Boys got nominated. I hate that show. So well, I've never seen a full episode, but the small clips I've seen it really upsets me. So yeah. I would happily put that in. Okay. Then we have Eurovision. That's obviously upcoming soon. The big final. Mm. I like the Eurovision. Yeah, we like the Eurovision too. So yeah, yeah. Avatar. Hmm. I walked out the cinema during Avatar. Yeah, mm. and I nominated a fish stroller. Somebody created a sort of pram type device that they put a fish tank in so they could walk their fish. Oh my God. So I nominated that for the bin because I thought it was silly. It was extremely <laughs> silly. Yeah. And very distressing for the fish, I assume. Who yeah. <laughs> won't have a fucking, fucking clue what's going on. But he made it like, um, I don't know what the word is, like so you can see all around it, so they could see all directions. Mm. So basically, like a fishbowl on wheels. Yep. Yep. Still terrifying. I wouldn't say there's like an outright, an outright winner here. There's no, not there's a few. I mean, anyone in endorsing crypto is certainly worthy. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what your opinion on Mrs. Brown's boys is, Andy. I think it's awful. They are. Uh, don't need it. I called it a Poundland, Mrs. Doubtfire. Aye, it's so good. But also, I don't know, like, people have different opinions. I feel like 
you can like that if you want. I don't know if we should put it in the bin just because some people don't like it. I mm. feel like for me, I think it's between the the businesses not ready to operate at the right times and the whole lowercase thing. People need to get with the times. The lowercase thing is annoying. I would I would consider slapping someone if they said that to me in 2022. I feel like I haven't... I've heard someone... I mean, I don't have to gather people's emails very often, but I feel like in the past I have encountered this and been annoyed about it, but it wouldn't have happened in a while, probably because most of the people that would do that are dying of natural causes. So what are you going for? What's the hmm. Eh... I do get quite annoyed when places aren't open on time. But then, if I had to open up in time, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I leave the house late every single morning, so... Do uh, Oh, I, every single morning. I hope nobody from my work listens to this. Why? <laughs> Why? You, you, just, you just admitted that you know you're going to be late every morning. Why are you late every morning? Just shit gets in the way. What what shit? You obviously know about the shit though, so that's annoying me. The he's fact too that busy making his fucking platinum coffees. What's that's going what on? Well, I mean, I'm bad for not getting out of bed as early as I should, and then when I do, I seem to be. I like there'll be times when I look down at the, my phone and go, ah, oh, don't need to leave for five minutes, and then the next mm. time I look down, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't really know what happens in between those times. Oh, We've got two kids running about like assholes in the morning and stuff like that as well. That doesn't help. But yeah. Um Yeah, maybe one of the first two. Uh maybe businesses. Maybe businesses. What well, you one of you can choose. On you go, Jess. Yeah, I I let's go with that one. I feel like if you're advertising a time, stick to the time. Okay. I will say though that I do, Although... <laughs> I do find the most egregious thing in the list, Mrs. Brown's boys. Though. Okay, yeah. Oh, just just realising if I do pick that, then I've probably given some cause for you to go in the bin next week since that one time that you didn't put the podcast out at the right time. Aye, everyone was really understanding about that. <laughs> what was it? Oh, the fucking! I, I was left in charge of putting the podcast up, and so usually it's scheduled to go live at three o'clock. But I didn't realise that it was still sitting as a draft and it hadn't been scheduled. Right. And so it got to half three and I turned on my phone and there was like tweets and Discord messages <laughs> and fucking all sorts. Like, what, 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 what's going on? What, what, what's going on? And Jess threw me under the bus and said it was all my fault. <laughs> it was it, though, was it not? Yeah. Well, I didn't know it was sitting as a draft. <laughs> I, I told you that. That information was cascaded. Mm -hmm. I believe Jess. This is the problem. Everyone believes other people except for <laughs> me. Yeah. Maybe we should just put you in the bin, Craig. Maybe, it's, maybe it is time. You've not set yourself up in good standing when you <laughs> say, I just don't get up the morning and then I just don't fuck about. <laughs> I am more than happy to go into the bin. I will swan dive into the bin. I just want to go in for something that's worthy. Right. And if I have to upset a lot of people to get there, I'll do it. Okay, let's go with businesses not being yeah. operational on time. I'll allow that, but in the future, things like Avatar, Mrs. Brown's Boys, no they, they are possible to go in because uh, we're going to get to the point where fucking everything's going in. Sustain. <laughs> okay, time for Pure Dead Platinum. Oh, shit. 
Oh yeah. I've got a bumper for you today, Andy. Mm-hmm. Is it as good as Burger Run and Taco Run? Well, I do have a follow-up on Burger Run and Taco Run. <sighs> so I, I sent you the picture, Andy, but remember what we were talking oh, about? Is it going to be a slice? Is it going to be a full pizza? <laughs> some sort I, of concoction in the middle? No one saw it being <laughs> a full pizza with a slice cut out. I mean, you can't make that shit up. Nah. And then the absolute kicker was that the enemy, the mini boss, was the rogue slice. <laughs> really? Yep. I don't know that, Clever, isn't it? No. And but why the, would you be fighting yourself? I don't know. Because then you're gonna kill it, and it's. So and the thing was the the slice that was cut out was like at the back portion, so it's almost like the pizza had taken a shite. Oh dear. And then Mister Hanky, the pizza shite was was like shooting. Was, it, was it at least shite? a cheese pizza? I believe it, I believe it was. Okay. I. Oh, did you know mm. that they have now created Shazam, but for cheese? Oh, God. What? It's called Shazam. Oh, did you just make that up because no, you I thought didn't. that was funny? No, I didn't. It's a thing. Shazam. Yep. Um, What'd you do? Scan pictures of cheese and it tells you what cheese it is? Exactly oh, my fucking key. God. But if I left, if I got a bit of cheddar cheese and I left it out for a day... It would look a lot different than it did before I brought it out. Maybe. And I think maybe the, describe it as something else. I think the intention, old intention is, you know, <laughs> when you're at a gathering and there's a cheese board. Mm. and oh, no- of- <laughs> Nothing says culture than you're at a fucking gala and there's a cheese board and you've got your fucking app out going, uh, uh, that's a, that's a uh, double cheddar. That's a distilled <laughs> brie. <laughs> That one's cheese very am. pungent. That's a very pungent cheese. I know this sounds bad, but I'm going to download it. because It's I need... only available in France right now. Of course, of course it is. is. <laughs> Fucking hell. You have to be 118 to get I it. I feel as if they, they should know about their cheeses anyway. How they, they don't need that. Exactly. How the fuck do you keep an app centralised only in France? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's weird. Do that's... they have their own app store? Well, it's not. I they do. I that's. I uh, thought it was just yeah. the same app store, but different languages. No. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. But yeah, no. I I did also spot that we're not done with the run games. The their trophies have been spotted in the wild for horror run. Don't know what the what the running thing is in that, but also space run. And I have seen a little clip of space run. And it looks like a wee... Do you remember the Jetsons? Yes. It looks like Elroy Jetson in his wee pod. And he's chasing after. And I think it's a, an alien that shoots you. So keep your eyes peeled for that one. Because mm-hmm. that looks pretty good. There's also a game coming out called The Jumping Burger. And you have to jump a thousand times to get the platinum. Sounds good. It's really good. Yeah. It's a mobile port, you'll be shocked to hear. Also, my name is Mayo3. <gasps> yes, we spoke about this last May time. May 17th. Oh, it's dated. Mayo 17th. Yep, it has been dated. The epic conclusion to the trilogy. Mm, dear. Do you want to just elaborate for anyone who's never heard of My Name is Mayo? It's a game where there's a JPEG of a can, a can, a tub jar, jar of mayo. <laughs> And you have to tap it by just pressing X. And then every so often it unlocks a sort of story beat that's not really a story beat. And you change the mail so that it's like a different jar. Sometimes it's wearing like a bikini or a moustache. 
<laughs> Some, sometimes it's like a wee hula, a wee hula meal. Oh my goodness me. Mm. I mean that that was the previous game, so I mean God knows what we're in store for this time. May seventeenth, May seventeenth. You'll find out. I will report back. And one other thing, I saw anyway. I saw people talking about this today, and they've obviously forgotten because I didn't see anyone mention it but so the trophies have went live for sniper elite 5 which comes out in a couple of weeks and there's dlc available from day one i think it's free i think it comes with it but in the dlc it's just a short mission where you have to kill hitler and so there's a trophy for shooting hitler in the testicles (laughs) right because you know how you get the slow-mo cam in Sniper Elite? Yeah. Well, if you shoot somebody in the balls, it goes into the x-ray vision and you see their testicle explode when the bullet goes through. Mm-hmm. And so there's a trophy for... There's a trophy for killing Hitler five times, for killing him from over 300 metres away, but there's also one for killing him by shooting him through the dick or through the testicles. Mm. But So everyone thought this was the funniest thing ever. And it's it's good. Like, <laughs> it's, it's good. Happy with it. Happy to shoot a fucking warlord through the dick yep. but what people forgot is that was also a trophy in Sniper Elite 4 like Sniper Elite 4 also had DLC that was free as well I'm sure and you had to like infiltrate like a, a hangar and he was in there and again there was a trophy for shooting him in the, shooting him in the balls there's so, a theme here I know they really don't like Hitler <laughs> <laughs> not many do boys. Aye. so you can look forward to shooting Hitler in the boz on May 26th but yep this week's Pure Dead Platinum is it's a game I spoke about about a month and a half ago but I wasn't sure on all the trophies so I want to circle back to it it's called Flat Kingdom Paper Cut Edition we actually we got an email in it was maybe about two or three weeks ago I can't remember who it was from, but they'd said, like, they were catching up in the episodes and they were like, by the way, I played that Flat Kingdom game that you talked about because I, I like Easy Platinums. And they were like, that's the best, like, Easy Platinum they'd played in, like, ages. Which, and, like, I, I wanted to circle back to it because, like, I totally agree. It's it's a game, it's a 2D side-scroller, but it's got really nice art. It's like, it reminds me of the Paper Mario games. Like it is called oh, the yeah. paper cut edition, but you've got it almost has like kind of Angry Birds style graphics as well, and so you've got three forms you can take, which is triangle, circle, square, and then each enemy has a form, and so the way it works is if if you come across an enemy that's a square, you've got to use circle to beat that enemy. If you come across a circle, you've got to be a triangle to beat that enemy, and then if you come across a triangle, you've got to be a square, and so. It's a little bit more expensive than some of them. It's £7, but it's the same cross-buy and it is available on Xbox as well. But while you only need to do the first three levels and a few misc objectives to get the Platinum, like it's actually one that I played for longer. Like I kept going. I didn't manage to complete it because it does actually get quite hard. But I played up to like level 7, level 8 Like because I just it's really fun. The boss fights are fucking cool. And it's just it's a unique idea. Like, we get mercilessly mocked when we brought it up the last time because then we started talking about rock, paper, scissors and we, we mistakenly thought shoes were involved <laughs> or jested. <laughs> and for some reason, I'm still getting slagged about that. But uh, it's honestly, it's it's well worth taking a look at. Like, I would I would highly recommend it. Um, 
it is still an easy platinum. It still only takes about 20 minutes if you are just in it for the trophies. And like I said, you can get two platinums for the seven pound, but it's it's a really fun game and it's definitely one well worth checking out. I want to actually try and get a, a short review, a short, sorry, trophy review up this week on it as well because uh, just to highlight it more because it's published by Retallica Games, but I said a few oh, times... they old favourite. I know, they're fucking great. But I have said a few times recently, like, while they're still keeping their... Pla- like, two years ago, Retallica were putting out games that you were like, fuck me, man, this is... Just geese the, tro- just geese the trophies. Whereas now... They're still giving you the trophies as quick, but they're actually the games that they're publishing oh, are like better next games. Level. They next are, but, no, level they are actually platinum be- games, guys. I have to say, I'm on my hands down. <laughs> ha- what? No, I'm serious. Yeah, you like, look serious. These games are unparalleled in terms of the pl- the platinum world. Greatness, greatness awaits. Mm-hmm. It does. Sorry, but yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's getting to the point now where, well, a lot of these games, you get the platinum and you're like, I could actually play more of that. Mm. Whereas two years ago, you were like, fuck, get this fucking off my screen. So they do seem to be, whether it's just by chance or whatever, but they do seem to be in recent times cultivating higher quality ported games. So I hope that continues. Okay, thank you as always for covering that feature for us. Thank you. And sharing a you're, platinum trophy with you. You're me. welcome. I'll, I'll try and expand upon it even more next week for you, Andy. Mm. How many platinums are you at then? Objection. <laughs> <laughs> have you secretly been getting platinums behind my back? I have not. <laughs> I'm at 369 just now. And I'm worried that one day he's going to turn up and be like, hey, 500. Yeah, imagine, imagine all this time I was just like, Secretly slagging, but then going him going, I hate that's got this plan. <laughs> Fucking love that. I would love it. Okay, we skipped last week's gaming movie because we had a busy episode. However, we are now revisiting Dead Rising Watchtower, which came out in 2015. Um, just to give you a bit of a synopsis for those of you that maybe haven't watched it. Um, yeah, it follows the story when an ineffective vaccine fails to stop an epidemic which is turning people into zombies, basically. And the survivors organise themselves to escape from the living dead. Yeah, so it's like set between Dead Rising 2 and 3. Yeah. So the zombie outbreak has already happened and the whole world is fully aware of zombies. But they've got this Zombrex like, antidote that they yeah. give people and it keeps everybody at bay. But then that stops working yeah. because, spoilers, the government wanted to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you've got, I must say, that would happen in real life. Like it would. Well, it would only be a matter of time before the government fucked you. If that happened uh, in, like, in real life, the government would end up just fucking you all over. I see you as if I wouldn't be involved, I'd get fucked over now. Maybe only a t- matter of times though before you just build up a tolerance to this zone breaks. Yeah. That's and true. And start becoming a an issue zombie anyway. Zombie. So what do we think? I think the funniest thing was that guy who plays Frank West. Absolutely. In the, yeah. Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle. Who's in the TV studio. Yeah. That's the best part. Yeah, so he basically plays... A survivor from a previous outbreak. He's, he's the um, he's the main protagonist in the first game. Frank uh, West. Yeah. Okay, okay. 
So, and in the first game, it's a while since I've played it, but he is a bit of a cheeky, arrogant cunt mm. in that as well. Mm. And so, it, it like they've taken that character and they've dialed it right up because, yeah. my God, does he act like a prick. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. Like, I want to go into the film and I'm going to clip just all his scenes out because see just them back to back, like, it was funny. Yeah. Like, you've got a female presenter being like, so hopefully everything's going to be okay. And then he's just, like, lying with his nope. feet up and he's like, no, nope, nope. they're fucked. <laughs> Things are fucked. <laughs> they're all fucked. And then he's like, do you want to go and get a pizza? <laughs> he's, trying, <laughs> he's trying to chat up the girl at the same time. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, minus him, it's a generic zombie film. Oh, it's so yeah. generic. Yeah. It's quite generic. And what annoyed me But he film, definitely made it for me. He made it. But that Jesse Metcalf, who plays the Chase Carter. What how a, many... What a name. How many uh, Oscars has he got? Mm, I don't <laughs> know. Um, he was so inept at fighting. That's what I picked up on. Mm. He's he just the, great. He was... Oh, that scene where they they leave him and then he goes back into that shop and starts making weapons. He's looking at stuff, going, "Right, here we go." He comes out the shop. He's got a chainsaw with a fucking katana the the other end or something. He's whacking, putting people in half. That lasts like two seconds because somebody grabs it off him and he just kind of goes and lets it go. And then he some. Somebody then he's got a full bag of uh, tricks. Somebody just well, a zombie just grabs it off him, and then he's like that. Eh. You know what I mean? He's after like, helping them get it off, going eh. And then he's then he's left with a baseball bat, and he has, he gets rid of that as well. And I'm like, Jesus, you are shit. You are shit at this. It's during that scene as well that he goes into the bus, and I'm like, yeah. how is that going to help me? Why would me? you do that? Why would you corner yourself inside a bus? That's not helping. No. There's going to clearly be people in that bus. Yeah. So stupid. He's thick as shit. Aye. Uh, but then there wouldn't be a, much of a film if he, you know, died in the first scene. No. Jesus Carter. Hit point news. I think I was the highest on the film out of the three of you. Like the don't, three of you, the three of us. <laughs> the three of us. Throw about myself in the third person. Uh, yeah, like don't get me wrong. Like the Frank West bit's clearly the absolute standout. But I think I was expecting less going in. Like I'd never heard of a Dead Rising film, let alone to find out there's fucking two of them. <laughs> yeah. So. I had expected going in that this was like proper low budget, no no money put behind it. But I didn't think it seemed that low budget. Like there was plenty of wide shots. There was lots. There was like, I I mean, I thought it was going to be low budget in terms of you would never see more than three zombies on the screen at once. Do you know what I mean? Because they only had four fucking extras and stuff like that. But there was Mm. like Mm -hmm. streets shut down. There was hundreds of zombies on screen at once. There was half decent special effects. Like to this thing. Oh, it was serviceable. Yeah, that's, I, I think... I expected so little going in that when it was a serviceable zombie film and then it had the added bit of Frank West being fucking hilarious that I actually quite liked it. Like, I would watch it again. I I was looking at the... So it was obviously made as a two-parter because the end of the film, sort it's not a cliffhanger, but it's clear that 
there's unfinished business. And so they must have, I assume, recorded the films back to back because the second film came out the next year. Was it? Yeah, Yeah. and it's still got... The girl's not in it. But why does it not get Rob Riggle in it then? Well, that's the thing. So the first film, I mean, a 5.2 out of 10, it's got an IMDb, which again, for a zombie flick, is more than serviceable. Like That's actually quite high. And I noticed that the second film's like a 4.6 or something like that. And I was looking through the cast and I'm like, Rob Riggle's not in it. That's probably... What <laughs> that means to that score, like a yeah. five point two down to a four point six, he probably single handedly brought that. Yeah. That's the gap. Mm. Like the main girl's not in it either. They've replaced her, but uh, Jesse Metcalf is in it because he was probably doing not a whole lot else at the time. Because <laughs> he was so good, they had to bring him back. Yep. I can't find any budget information. That's the thing. Like I don't think it came to the cinema. No, good point. I, well, I do have DVD sales then. Right. Is that all that's there, DVD sales? Yeah. It obviously didn't come to the cinema then. 156,000. What's that? DVD sales? Estimated DVD sales. Is that money or amount sold? It just says dollars, estimated DVD sales, 156,000. I wasn't sure if it was like 156,000. DVDs or like oh right. no, it just says that's the money. That's the money. That's that, that's maybe I mean, if that's only America, it could have done all right in other countries, but that seems really strange to make. I mean, it must have cost a fair bit to make. That Rob Riggle's quite a big actor. Like, I I don't I, I wasn't really aware of this Jesse Metcalf guy. Is he would he cost mm. quite a bit of money? No, not really. No? No. But that, I mean, that was probably post his big, what was the kind of main chick flick? I don't know. That's what he's kind of known for, isn't it? Like rom-coms and that. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him in it. Oh, what's it called? Oh my God, I don't don't want to look it up. I'll look it up for you. Hold on. John Tucker Must Die. Is that Oh, oh, that's a great film. Is that him? uh, uh, That's him. Yeah. Oh, I like that film. (laughs) You're laughing at Right, that's, I mean, if anyone needs another uh, reason to nominate hmm. Craig for the bin. Again, there we go. Movie tastes. <laughs> John Tucker must have. <laughs> I'm a female and I thought it was shit. Really? Yeah. Hold on. John. <laughs> if you type in John Tuck, it comes up, John Tucker must die. It's 5.7, it's not terrible. I don't actually remember anything that happened in it, but I remember thinking it was all right. Uh, I didn't know that was him. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, but I like I. I he was find in that... the remake of Dallas. Ooh. I don't even know they remade Dallas. One of my sort of favourite slash gruesome parts of the film was when one of the zombies was walking down the street with a baby carrier, and he's just oh, pure yeah. like munching on the baby's head. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> I seen that. Oh, that was that was brutal, wasn't it? Yeah. I appreciated it though. That was quite good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of actually, that reminds me. Uh, I was driving through Trun the other day <laughs> on the main road, right? And there was like a some sort of like baby shop. Don't know what it's called. And as I was driving along, it was maybe about two hundred foot in front of me. This pram just blew onto the road 
and then fell over on the middle of the road and I was like holy fucking shit so I like slowed down and a guy came it wasn't his but he came fucking pinging over and like picked it up and it was immediately noticeable when he picked it up that it was empty oh, like it would obviously been sitting outside yeah. but fucking I get the fright of my life yeah. like I wasn't close to hitting it but still you just see this pram like roll onto the road and fall over I was yeah. like fucking hell man uh, I, so that was, I forgot all about that but yeah no that was good that was a highlight as well but yeah no I, th- I genuinely I thought it was alright like I'm, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm looking forward to the second one, especially with Rob Riggle not being in it. But it was decent oh enough. God no! We're going to give it a wee break first before we go straight into the second one. Yeah, wise. Yeah. yeah. Right, so let's let's pie this and we'll say what we're going to watch next yeah. week. So if you don't know, rather than rating stars here at Pure Day Gaming, we rate in the form of Scotch pies, with one being truly awful and five being amazing. Just for reference, um, the first Resident Evil Apocalypse. I say first, but you know what I mean. The first one we watched okay um andy you gave three craig you gave four i gave three okay house of the dead another zombie zombie fave masterpiece yeah two stars for andy and me and three for you craig so just you know bear that in mind when you rate this one what did i give it three for house of the dead yeah was that a better zombie film or worse zombie film than that one it had higher highs. <laughs> Being Frank West. Yes. But did it have lower lows? I'm going for two pies. I'm going to go three because, yeah. Well. I think it was okay. It was, yeah, serviceable. And, you know, really just wish I had a phone battery like Chase's because it seemed to... Oh yeah, that fucking thing Last never ran out. Of the film, Aye, yeah. that guy had a Nokia thirty two ten, dressed up like an iPhone. <sighs> Aye, I'll go three. I was tempted to go four just because of Frank, but nah, three, three for me. Three for me, please, Bob. Okay, so next week we are going to, I don't know, reminisce about everyone's favourite hedgehog. Yep, we're going back to Emerald Hills. Mm. Yes, so Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is now out Boom. and of course is based on Sonic the Hedgehog by Sega and this is a sequel to the 2020 Sega. film, So, which was which was good. I really we liked it. I really liked the first one, yeah. Um, so yeah, interested to see what we do in part two. Everyone I've spoke to that's seen it said this one was better than the first one. Which intrigues me. I really did enjoy the first one. Yeah, and Jim Carrey's back in it. um, Yeah, being Jim Carrey, as always. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so yeah, if you want to watch it as well, let us know your thoughts, either by emailing us, contact us, form on the website, or join our Discord and share your thoughts there as well. Yeah, I didn't get a time... I didn't get a time. I didn't get a chance to do... A podcast preview this week so we didn't have any pies from the audience on dead rising although it was not a very easy film to find mm. so i don't think we would have it had a massive amount of pieage but i'll definitely put one this week's for sonic because i know it has came close to breaking box office records so 
Okay, and Get. then finally to wrap things up this week, we have our pick of the week. 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 As with the fact that you didn't do a podcast preview post on the website, I gather that there was no poll on the website. Was, there, was, there was not. Was there was there, not. Was there a t- Twitter poll? I've been too busy crying and pain, I'm afraid, yeah, okay, yeah. for that type of scenarios. Uh, no, I wrote down two games here that could possibly get it. I'll maybe let you two choose. So there is Unpacking, which I spoke about before. It's that game where you just get boxes and you have to unpack everything in each room and it's won awards, the game. Mm. And it is... It's this is like, the one that Erin got pretty into. Yeah. yeah uh, her five-year-old daughter. She absolutely loved it. There's yeah. something very... I don't know. Like, you kind of get OCD about it and you're like, oh, I wanna, like, you're trying to like... I don't know. It's got a little kind of like... Almost like when you're trying to like decorate your house in The Sims type of thing. Okay, yeah. Type of vibe to it. It's it's decent, and it's a one hour platinum as well. It's, Bonus. It's technically cheating. It has been out on Xbox for a while. It's actually on Game Pass as well, so you can you can play it via that if you want. And the other game is this War of Mine Final Cut, which is in fact it's not called Final. This Cut. little War of Mine. Hold on, touch it. I'm gonna make it mine again. At least little world mine. I'm gonna make it mine. Objection. Overruled. Actually, this war of mine complete edition. I should have gathered that from it. And it's not a game I've played before, but it's a game that's highly rated. It's a survival game, and I'll just read the synopsis. Uh, In this war of mine, you do not play as an elite soldier, rather a group of civilians trying to survive in a besieged city, struggling with lack of food, medicine, and constant danger from snipers and hostile scavengers. The game provides an experience of war seen from an entirely new angle. I would... I... (laughs) <laughs> I like leaving you open for that, it's good. <laughs> I think we should go for this. I haven't played it, but it's always looked really cool. I've considered, I'm sure it's on Switch, and it seems like something that I would quite like to pick up on that, but I just don't know how well it would run. But it looks like a really cool survival game, and I love the art style. So as much as I did enjoy unpacking, and I would recommend picking that up, not just for the trophies and achievements, but also because it's a strangely calming experience. Mm -hmm. And I realise this War of Mine is not going to be a calming experience at all because you're trying to stop yourself from fucking dying. But it's meant to be brilliant. The original game got a really good write-up and this is the complete edition, so it's going to be even better. So we'll go with this War of Mine complete edition. Okay. Thanks very much. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. You're welcome as well, Andy. Cheers. And yeah, that's us for this week. As always, thank you so much for listening if you did make it to the end of this episode. And yeah, join us again next week, 3pm usual time on a Thursday for more things Pure Dead Game. 
Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.